there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb? In for Dan Patrick, Fox Sports Radio. My guy, Dan Beyer. Uh, I was Sam on the ones and twos today. And, of course, the esteemed producing talents of Jason Stewart. Alongside, you can hear The Doug Gottlieb Show every day, 3 to 5 Eastern Time, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We have a new Masters champion. Um, a weird way in which Tiger Woods exited Augusta. The NBA playoffs, including the play-in series, has been set. And um, I don't know if you call it backing into the playoffs or what the hell's going on in Minnesota, but we got to talk about it. What a, they had themselves a day. <laughs> they had themselves a day. Uh uh, we'll get to the we'll get to the wolves. Uh, Carson Palmer is um, is making some news in his football analysis. We'll get to we'll get to that. Um, but let, let's start with some news in the NFL, which is it's a bit of a plot twist, right? So, of the guys out there who are free agent wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr. without any question is the biggest name. Now, I I don't know what he's going to look like in an NFL uniform. Remember, there was a ton of hype about him um, in the middle to the end of the season. The thought was he was going to sign with the Dallas Cowboys or somebody, and then he wasn't actually cleared to play. Then after the year, after, remember, parading kind of around the league throughout the season, including showing up at the Rams' victory celebration and ring ceremony for their first game, but he was in other games as well. He kind of had like a Where's Waldo sort of thing. Like, what was Odell Beckham Jr. doing here? 
Uh, then there was talk, oh, well, Odell Beckham Jr., he wants $20 million, and no one signed him. People went and saw him worked out. Then it was last week $15 million. Now it's a one-year deal, which could wor- be worth up to $18 million. We'll see what the actual details of it are. But he signs with the Baltimore Ravens. Like, huh, Baltimore Ravens. Wait, is Lamar Jackson their quarterback or not their quarterback? And why would you do this? And I, I have a, I have a hypothesis. Okay, hypothesis is not a theory. I mean, it's one of the few things that I picked up from elementary school that I remember. Right, theory is something that's been proven over time. And and Dan Byer, here, here's the hypothesis. All right, the hypothesis is the Ravens are trying as hard as they can to one do it their way. And change this entire narrative of, you know, uh, the Ravens haven't surrounded him with good enough players. Now, you and I have discussed this on my show before, which is like, look, you can say whatever you want about how much they should pay him and how many years guaranteed and how they handled it. I believe, you know, Rashad Bateman going back to 2021 drafted as a wide receiver in the first round. In 2020, second round, J.K. Dobbins. Now he got hurt, but J.K. Dobbins, a great pass catching Running back. You look at Marquise Brown the year before, first round draft pick. Um, they even took Miles Boykin in the third round. You know, and this is after drafting Lamar Jackson in the first round, surrounding him with Mark Andrews, and they, of course they've they've since parted companies with Hayden Hurst. The point is that they're trying to say, look, we've given him everything, and we've given him a three-year guaranteed contract at the same type of money of all the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar Jackson not wanting to play for us is a Lamar Jackson decision, not a Ravens decision. So, so like, OBJ apparently FaceTime with Lamar Jackson, and I, I do think that people are like, well, he wouldn't have signed there. Lamar Jackson, like, Odell Beckham was just trying to get paid, man. He didn't care. But I, I think this this shifts a lot of the power to the hand of the Ravens, which is, hey, look, man, you're still under contract with us for $32 million and change. We'd still like to re-sign you long-term. We're surrounding you. You still have Andrews, Dobbins. Uh, you still have Rashad Bateman. Now you have Odell Beckham Jr. You, you know, you're going to have Ronnie Stanley back, who's been hurt at left tackle, who we paid more than anybody else. We've given you everything. All you got to do is come here and play, and we'll give you a gigantic three-year guaranteed contract. I think it's about power and control, and the Ravens tried to retake it with the move yesterday. Yeah, I think it's optics, because I don't know why you would give Odell Beckham Jr. $15 million guaranteed coming off of his second ACL surgery. Um, I I think you could ask Lamar Jackson and say, would you rather have uh, this $15 million that we were going to uh, give you, or should we use that to go sign Odell Beckham Jr.? I, I don't think the situation with Lamar changes either. To your point of where this is, it seems like it's 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 almost almost window dressing in a way uh, of looking to your point of saying, hey, we've done everything that we can. He just brought in a free agent wide receiver again that is coming off of his second knee surgery, couldn't play at the end of last year despite being rumored everywhere, and then on top of that, didn't really get a discount on it. It's the only thing that it can be. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't. He's not the, he's not the missing piece between the Ravens and a Super Bowl or an AFC Championship game. So, what's the actual value in it? No, it's, it's a, that's a great way to look at it. It's almost like I'm trying to think. 
you know, it's, 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 it's like getting a name brand car. That's a used car. You're like, Hey man, got you a Lexus. Like, um, it's a 2008, right? Like the Bluetooth is, this is like first gen Bluetooth, you know, and, and OBJ to call him uh, first gen Bluetooth would be unfair. It's more like a like a 2018 or 2017, you know. Yes. You're like, well, yeah, you know, I, like I have a 2017. And I have a nice car, but it's got 200,000 miles on it, right? Which is a lot like Odell Beckham Jr. It's an incredible car when it's running right, but it's it's had two ACL surgeries and a broken leg and all kinds of other issues. But I I guess the the question becomes, and now you turn to to Lamar Jackson, like, hey, dude, look. You're under contract for at least this year. And honestly, they can have you under contract for next year. Your choices are to sit out, receive substantial fines. And but whenever you play, you're going to play on the franchise tag unless you sign a long term extension. And if you or, or come and play and you got all these guys with you. Sure. Like, I, I, th- I think it's a little bit of a control thing, not just window dressing. <sighs> When you look at what the, what the options are for Lamar, and apparently there are none outside of Baltimore, it's almost like Baltimore understands that Lamar is going to be resigned to the fact of he's going to have to play in Baltimore, despite asking for the trade last month, despite saying that he you know wanted a fresh start in a different organization, and now having that transition tag, it is a, all right. How do how do we then make this work? Like that could be the other just aspect of it of he's going to end up having to come back because there is no way anybody is going to offer him an offer sheet. It's just not going to happen. Maybe they tested the waters and decided, all right, that's the case. And then they'll try to figure this all out at the end of of next season Um, and making uh, the best case possible, best case scenario to make it work for at least next season. That's a, it's a, that's, I mean, I think that's the best case scenario for the Ravens. Yeah. I just like this whole meeting with the Jets that OBJ had uh, scheduled for today, where I, I think you could make an argument of why do the Jets need him? You brought in Alan Lazard, you brought in Nicole Hardman, you have Brees Hall coming back from his uh, ACL, uh, and Garrett Wilson's your number one uh, target, you know, even when Aaron Rodgers comes there. Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to elevate to number one. So this whole like, why do you keep OBJ out of New York or out of that Jets meeting? Like, why, why do you over why do you give him the amount of money that you want? I, I'm trying to be cautious in the words of overpaying. I just think $15 million uh, with uh, incentives up to $18 million for a situation is just a, a little high. I just don't understand why, why let's, you know, we're not going to let him out of the building, Doug. We cannot let Odell Beckham Jr. out of well, the building. You actually I, can. If you, look, if I'm, I'm with value you. I'm, wise. I, I understand, but I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm there with you. But you got to also understand now that OBJ does have a different kind of gravitational pull. He has a different sort of star feel. And, um, you know, look, they, they've done this before. They had Steve Smith, Steve Smith Sr., right, where he comes over from Carolina. Um, remember, they brought, didn't they bring Deion Sanders out of retirement? Yes. Uh, they, they've, done, they've done a little bit of this before. But, but here's the... Anyone who argues that the Ravens, well, the Ravens, they didn't want Lamar. Like, no, they offered him a five-year, 
two hundred plus million dollar contract. No, oh, they 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 didn't offer him. You know, in the anywhere in the range of of the top level quarterbacks. No, by Lamar's own admission, it was three years, one thirty three, which puts him right there in the middle of the Josh Allen sort of deal. Well, they remember Lamar. By all reports, he was kind of done playing in Greg Roman's offense. Not sure if people are aware, but they went and got Todd Munkin from Georgia. It's going to be more of a traditional pro-style offense where he can run and kind of scramble within it, not as much design runs as previously. Oh, well, they've never given him the weapons. Like, dude, now you have a first-round draft pick who's like in his third year at one on one side. You got OBJ on the other side, and then you got uh, the, the highest or second-highest-paid tight end in the league in Mark Andrews, and you have J.K. Dobbins, who's an excellent uh, pass catcher out of the backfield. Like, we've given you everything you p- could have wanted. And, oh, yeah, by the way, like, if I'm, I've been honest on my show. Some people have been a little bit disingenuous. If you miss 11 games the past two years, especially 11 games during crunch time, playoff time, when you need to be playing football, you know, it's going to hurt your value. Not just to, not just to the Ravens, but to anybody in the league. And so there's a really kind of honest conversation here. Like, hey, look, Lamar, I, we get what you want, okay? But there's no market for it out there. There just isn't. That's what we did. There's zero market for it. So if you don't want to sign the extension, okay. You're under contract for this year's franchise tag. And we're going to give you all these weapons. We'll give you a new offense. All you got to do is show up and see how it goes. And worst case scenario you make $33 million, we're in the same position next year, and we figure out how to move on. Best case scenario, you go out, you're the MVP of the league, and now we got to break all kinds of records to keep you, or somebody else will. Like, I think that's a real conversation you have. Man, I, I still don't think they got him, gave him what he wants. I don't, I don't know if it's the equivalent of pizza at work instead of a raise. <laughs> Which, by the way, is... 20% of my TikTok feed for some reason. The you know like hey guess what look at this here's here's some pizza sorry can't do this can't do that. They're saying hey look we got OBJ but I want the fully guaranteed contact, uh, contract. Well, we can't do that. That's why yeah. I just I I Lamar really doesn't have a lot of options except to go back to Baltimore or to not play. And to give you know to to give Odell Beckham Jr. this amount of money um, for just one season, by the way. That's yeah. the other thing, Doug. Like, if it works, if it works out in the scenario that you play out, Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent after next season. Sure. And then I, mean, I think that's smart, to, by the way, for the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also smart where, you, again, you look on the, the other back end of it, it gives you every reason to move on if it doesn't work out, if Lamar gets hurt again, uh, if there isn't a connection. They say good, all good things come to those who wait. Mercedes-Benz SUVs proves otherwise. It takes no time to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Doug Gottlieb and uh, Dan Beyer, along with uh, Jason Stewart, in for Dan, Dan Patrick show. We're on Fox Sports Radio, plus the Danettes, all on vacation this week. You see this where Jeremy Fowler says Lamar not considered a top five quarterback um, by GMs he's talked to. I believe he fell out of the top ten heading into last year. And I, I think that's actually reasonable. Like, we're we're still working on dated data. Like, well, he's the MVP of the league. Like, yeah, that was a while ago, you know? Um, it's hard to tell. Now, he's the most inaccurate passer of any starter, opening day starter in the NFL last year. 
Uh, he's still obviously dynamic with his legs, but he has been hurt the past two years. And, you know, you got Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, um, Josh Allen. Um, I'm looking. I'm, 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 go ahead. I'd put Jalen Hurts. Like, I'd be more comfortable in giving Jalen Hurts a deal than Lamar Jackson a deal. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, look, everyone is all in on Jalen Hurts now. I wasn't before the season. I don't know, like, what would Lamar Jackson look like with with that surrounding cast? But to your point, Jalen Hurts has better talent around him, but has been far more efficient with that better talent around him, right? He's not the runner of Lamar, but he's improved more as a passer in, in, a, in a shorter period of time than Lamar has. Yeah, still, still with the threat to run. Oh, he's still and yeah. and now, now we're gonna see with that team, right? When you have new new coordinators, probably a new offensive line, you're gonna miss some pieces. But I I, I think not having this a top five. What's interesting is what do you do with Russell Wilson, right? Where does he fit in this? What do you do with Aaron Rodgers, who'd forever be in the top five, but didn't play well last year, you know? And then kind of you look around the league, you're like, okay, who else? really is there that that jumps out at you that you know is going to be I know is going to be elite like uh, Matt Stafford we have no idea what that'll look like when he comes back from injury um he wasn't great before he got hurt and you know he's been I mean he had an injury that some people thought it would be career threatening yeah. You know, th- this is part of the, this is again the dilemma though with Lamar is the ac- accolades and the accomplishments w- w- outweigh many quarterbacks in the National Football League. But that's not why you're giving him the long term deal. That's not why you're giving him the amount of money. You're trying to guess on what's ahead because if he just did on what had just happened, you're doing bad business. Yeah. And that's what makes it so difficult is, you know what, maybe you can make an argument for him being number five or or make him in the top seven or top nine for what's going on. But looking forward and where you're going and what you're trying to do, I think that there he falls down those lists because of the injury history and the threat of that. Yeah, I, I think all that's fair. I think having this fair discussion, look, he's super talented. I think he's the best running quarterback we've ever seen. Um, he will throw a great deep ball. It's always been the underneath, underneath intermediate stuff, stuff outside the numbers, and we'll see. But the question is, will we see this year in Baltimore? I think we both agree that even if it's pizza at work, I like pizza at work, and if I'm already getting paid and there's nowhere else that's going to pay me, that's the point. You're like, hey, we can't pay you here. To this point, no one has stepped up and sure. said they're going to pay him what he he believes He's worth Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Dan Patrick Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb. And for Dan the Danettes, my man Dan Byron. Jay Stu alongside. I, I'm like, I'm so excited to talk about the Timberwolves and the day that they had yesterday. I'm going to have to wait about 15 minutes, guys. But, uh, Dan, you're our resident golf expert. So, John Rahm wins the Masters, right? In fairly confident fashion, right? Uh, Brooks Kepka really struggles on day four. Yes. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods makes it to the weekend at first because of the weather and then because he, he makes, the, makes the cut, but then has to retire as he's kind of shuffling around like, like an old dude, right? Just really, really looked, uh, really looked banged up and you start to understand uh, how difficult it's going to be on that ankle to play four days at a major, especially one as hilly as Augusta. Um, what do you think like the biggest storyline from Augusta was? I laughed when you said day four, because that's the only way that you can put it. You can't say final round. You can't say round three, because everything was just mixed and mashed together over the last four days to make sure you got the Sunday evening finish. 
where John Rahm wins by four in the sun. And I just don't think that that was the story. I think it's a little bit of Tiger. I, I think that the this this whole live PGA Tour thing is is still there. I was in the grounds. I can't tell you what the difference was, but I sure feel like when we talked about the cost of live golf and what that cost was going to be, and I know in working with you and all the years that I've had, you bring up the point of, you know, when you grad transfer out of somewhere, you enter the transfer portal. You're, you're out. You're, yeah, you're not coming back for a senior day or, or you know, like the 10-year anniversary or whatever. It's You're not coming back for those reunions. It's not happening. And that's what I felt like happened with Phil Mickelson yesterday. That that there was I, – I don't know if, if the, the live PGA Tour rivalry was muted – it felt like it was it was touched upon, but maybe it's gone on for a little while where it's just not as much of a hot-button topic that you're trying to figure out a way to coexist at a party. But I just felt that the price that, the, that those players paid, specifically Phil Mickelson, was felt yesterday because his round would have been the story when he didn't win. I think that the galleries, the roars, it would have been cuts to Phil Mickelson, especially with Tiger not being there, and especially with Rom and Kepka not really dueling it out. Phil Mickelson's charge was this was really the story, and I just didn't get the feel that it was being pushed as the story. I thought Jordan Spieth's push was, but I didn't think that Phil's was. And that's the that's was like my takeaway. Like Phil goes and shoots, what, 65 yesterday and finishes in a tie for second at 52 years of age? Yeah. They're still talking about Jack top-tedding in 1998 at 58 years old. We made such a big deal about Fred Couples making the cut, being the oldest player to do it. Uh, We talked about Tiger's longevity of just now 23 straight cuts made at the Masters. I was surprised at how it felt that Mickelson's charge was almost – it felt muted. And yeah. I think that that was the price of live golf. I, I agree. It's it's a little bit, and I, I stick with me for a second on this one. The I think the parallel is what I've always said also, not just about grad transfers, but like the steroid guys in baseball, which which is like, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna take your awards, we're not gonna take your records, right? We're not even gonna asterisk them. You know, we can't take your money. You made a mm-hmm. lot of money, um, but we're just not gonna recognize you as in in the Hall of Fame. As of as of now, I don't know if eventually they will. Right? You just that's something you lose. Sorry. And the grad transfer part though is it's perfect. That's a perfect parallel though, which is again we're not we're not saying that those times didn't happen, but it just feels icky now. You know, and even to people who say, well, like, look, we've been taking money for sponsors for a long time, and people don't even realize like who's behind it. Oh, got it granted. I got it granted, but. This was a direct attack on the PGA Tour, something that which had built your career, and it's funded by a government which has which has supported terrorism for for years, right? And regardless of how how our government aligns, it was a clear choice that you made, not this whole to spread golf. And and there have been some of them like, look, I, I mean, I think it was Dustin Johnson. Like, I mean, it's a crazy amount of money, you yeah. know. Th- but this the guys that are like, you know, I'm just doing it to spread golf. Like, what are you talking? You're not spreading any word of golf. And 
And, and in fairness, you know, as disruptors, they have disrupted the tour. The tour has adopted some of their, you know, they've increased some of the, 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 the pots of money. They've changed how, how these tournaments work, right? It, there has been some good that's come out of it in terms of refreshing the PGA Tour. But yeah, these guys wore the black hat, and I don't think there's any getting that back. Like, Phil Mickelson had an unbelievable day. And Phil Mickelson has, he went through this time where he's, he was the guy. When Tiger was the bad, he was good. Now, Tiger's good. They cannot, they cannot both be good at the same time. It's very, very interesting. Right? They can't both be good, and they can't both be bad at the same time. Like we didn't like Tiger, like, oh, we like Phil. Now we like Tiger. Oh, we feel so bad for Tiger. Now we don't like Phil. But he, he makes it easy with the live golf thing. A crazy rich guy. I mean, this is who Phil is, though, right? He was making crazy money on the tour. He wanted one last, one last gigantic contract, and he got it. It's the same guy, though, that, you know, he's making between 20 and 50 every year, and he complained about taxes in California, state in which he lives, like, Come on, dude. Like you pay a lot of taxes because you make a ton of money. Deal with it. That this is these are first world problems. Yeah, and these things happen naturally. And and the reason why I felt that Liv just had this, you know, this I, I don't know, just this stench is too hard of a word. It was just it was always there. And the reason that I felt that it was always there, Doug, was actually because of Brooks Kepka. For when Kepka was having the lead and Kepka was doing what he's doing, you can focus on the tournament, you can focus on what's happening at Augusta, but there's also the natural conversation of Brooks Kepka could have won his fifth major of his of his career. That's that's a it's a rare feat. There aren't a lot of players who have five or more majors. And when you look over the last, you know, thirty years, it's basically Phil and Tiger. You know, and Nick Faldo added, you know, his sixth in, in the mid-90s. That's that's like the group that we're talking about here. Right, right. Rare, but, rare air. But that conversation was not happening when it came to Brooks Kepka. Again, it was live golf. How many, you know, and, and, and live golf had guys in the top, you know, top ten of, of Three the of the top board. six, right? Three yes. Of the top six? But that's also, that's, that's like... It's not necessarily surprising. No, it's, it's it's like if you're going to spend that kind of money, spend it on the good ones. Yes, right? it's yeah. it's like in in college sports back when you used to call it cheating to pay players. Right now it's legal, I guess, so it's not cheating. They people always say like, look, if you're going to buy guys, buy the good ones. Right? Yeah. Buy better. Don't don't buy bad players. Buy good ones. Correct. And and, and I do think that there was this this thought of all right, what happens now? I don't think that because it was a seventy two hole event that that affected yeah, that, Brooks Kepka. That, that is like the 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 dumbest. Correct. That's why. Wow. Well, you know, Brooks. He hadn't been playing in seventy two hole events, so that's why he didn't play well on day four. <laughs> then how do you, come yeah, on? Because there's no way. Because then how do you reason Phil, who plays out of his mind? You know, in 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 the no, there's so so all of that. You know, people will point to the competition in saying, "All right, are you really getting that sort of competition feel with Live Golf, which is a which is legitimate?" But I just I just felt that that was hanging over. At some point, Doug, it's going to dissipate. But there's also certain things that just happen naturally, and you don't know how you're going to respond. And and in in terms of you know you sit down and you watch a game and all of a sudden you find yourself pulling for a team that you had no dog in the fight. It's kind of organic and it's kind of like oh okay all right yeah I'm I'm, I'm kind of into this because it just naturally happened. That's how I felt this past weekend happened. I think that everyone tried to mute the conflict 
of PGA Tour, of Live Golf, and these players in and tried to downplay it and make it about the Masters. And I think that they did a really good job. But the the organic way of doing it, and again, I wasn't on the grounds. Maybe it was different. Maybe somebody was there saying, no, Phil got the loudest roars. All I know in watching, I just felt Jordan Spieth's push was maybe a little bit more focused on than uh, what Phil's was. Yeah. And I just don't think that that conversation – you know, of of greatness in golf, whether it comes with Kepka or whether it comes with Phil's final round, I don't think we were having that conversation or feel because of Live Golf. Um, I when Tiger got in his last car accident, you guys, you you remember we were we were like on air talking about it as details came out, and I thought he would never play on the PGA Tour again. Of course, once again, I was proven wrong. But a little bit proven right in that it's just when when you shatter your ankle after all of those other injuries that he's sustained, um, I don't think people have a healthy enough respect for what your body has to go through to play four rounds, four days of golf, even in because, you know, we all think of like hey, the having champs, you know, we're playing golf, right? We. That's a peach, hun. You know, like you, golf is the golf is one of the rare sports where the more you drink, the better you can play. Right? These are these are not, and and you can play well into your eighties, but to play competitively and not use a cart, yeah, that's really tough. And and watching him as he was shuffling around there before he retired, um, I, I think it was I think it was the, the reality of the Tiger Woods thing is over. And that's what yesterday kind of signified signified to me. Yeah, I, I the guy almost lost his leg. Like, like there, like there, there, there seriously was. All right, do we just amputate this? Yeah. And like that, that that's. And it was two years ago, two plus years ago, and he's back out there playing. It's not going to be perfect. Tiger has said it himself. Tiger said he's you know he'll try to play the majors and maybe an event here or there, like he just played at Genesis at at Riviera in, in February. And that's about all we're going to see from Tiger. But in Tiger's defense and coming back from all of this, because we did see him withdraw at the end of the PGA Championship last year at Southern Hills in Tulsa after the third round. Again, awful weather conditions there. I don't know how you could get it any worse than what you had to deal with in Augusta this past weekend. Plus, he was caught in the wave that had the worst of it. He was uh, early late on the tee times, so he had to get up. Not only that, after he had to play Saturday morning to finish his second round just to make the cut, he then has, what, 90 minutes to go refresh, get lunch, and then go and get ready and try to tee it up and play another 18? Like that, like it's just... It's 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 really tough. I think that there's a question of whether he'll play in the PGA Championship yep. because it's a month away. It's in Rochester, New York. Who knows about what weather could be like in that you know part of the country in mid-May? I think we all know that you never know what Mother Nature can do. So if so if, if you're Tiger, you're not going to get an 85 degree day in playing in in that, and you could set yourself back a few steps. And not maybe be able to play in the U.S. Open, which is in L.A. this year. So it's at L.A. Country Club. So I think like when you look at what's ahead for Tiger, I wouldn't doubt if he misses the PGA Championship just so he's ready to be able to play at the U.S. Open in Southern California. Just my guess. Uh, Jay Stu, did you spend any time watching the Masters with Tiger Nutt in it? I did. I, I you know. The time I spent watching the Masters was uh, was the entire, I guess, back nine yesterday. And I actually sent Dan a text. Now, 
Uh, you guys know wait, golf wait, wait, better wait, than wait. I do. Hold on, you sent Dan a text, but not me a text. Yeah, no, I was. It was this was a this is a very golf specific text that I sent Dan. Right. So yeah, but we have a show text, and I was expecting some sort of quirky, sarcastic Jay's dude text at any point in time yesterday. That's didn't good, get any of them. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. But uh, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Now on eighteen, um, this is a complete non sequitur. You guys haven't discussed this yet. Um, on 18, John Rahm hits uh, hits his tee shot. I think it went into the trees or something. And then uh, th- my sound was down. And then I, I see him drop another tee shot, like a second tee shot off 18. And then you know, as 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 he's finishing up the uh, the entire round and winning the the whole thing, I noticed that he he made par on 18 somehow. So that that provisional ball that he hit. That was not a punitive thing. You could just do that in the Masters. I didn't even know you could just like hit a second ball in case they they don't find your ball. You you could have done that on our uh, hooky day. Oh, that I've we, done that yeah. many times. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. But you have to declare that it's a provisional. Basically, you're saying, all right, I'm going to play this one, and if we can't find the other one, then I will play this one, and that will be uh, the shot that I hit from the tee will be my third shot. Yeah, I didn't so know they time. could do that, especially at that level at the Masters. That's uh, that's interesting to me. Okay, uh, that one I did know. You could have asked me. I, that one I. Oh, okay. Did, so I, sh- yeah. I could have gone the group. No one knows that. more about OB shots than than, <laughs> than your boy, here, right? Right. Why? Because because the question always comes up, and you guys we've played golf together. Why do you hit your three wood off the tee? And the reason is Dan Byer. Why do I hit the three wood off the tee? Because you can't hit your driver. Correct. Yes. Well, in fairness, in fairness, Doug, though, I was asking Jason, he was responding because I was asking him on uh, what he expects from a point guard. That so that so that's why the text exchange was going on. Is I was trying to figure out, trying to pick his brain and what he likes, especially at the uh, next level. A couple things too, by the way. Um, yes. At some point yesterday, Phil was trending higher than Jesus on Twitter. Yes, I saw, I saw your I saw your tweet about that. Yes. Yeah, and then um, also I. I personally, as a, as a guy that's not really a golf guy, I was rooting for. I mean, I've I've heard this interesting discussion about live and and, and everything else, but I was rooting for one of the live guys to win because uh, I like chaos and I, I just like things that are disrupted. I like when people are uncomfortable. So I was kind of disappointed that that Rom kind of uh, took over there. Um, I thought it was funny that the amateur, like right in the middle when they're talking, just got up out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bennett, yeah. Sam Bennett, Sam Bennett pops his right up out of his chair while they're talking. Uh, you know, I you you were talking about what's trending on Twitter. Did you think Phil's push was a bigger deal? No. no. You, do I think it was a bigger deal than? Yes. I mean, I thought it was a bigger deal than people made of it. You nailed it. You you were right. Like it's Phil Mickelson. You know, if you pull guy on the street, like name a golfer. First name is Tiger Woods. Name another golfer. Phil Mickelson. Right. Like in our lifetime, yes. the two most successful and famous golfers are Phil Mickelson, and he's 52 years old, and he hasn't been great, and his health's not great, and whatever. And here he is having an unbelievable round on Sunday at Augusta, and it was a story. But any other year, it, it's the story. It's the story. So I I completely agree with you, Dan. Completely. The um. Uh, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show for instant classics, autographs, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net.
Okay, I don't know how much you guys paid attention, but what a complete poop show of a final day in the NBA regular season. Forget the Mavericks and the let's figure out how to tank the last two games of the year. We'll get to that. The late season push from the Lakers making us forget about all the rest of the year. We'll get to that. Did you guys see what happened to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, by the way, are going to play in the play-in tournament? They had themselves a day. That's next in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, dolly, I'm hot today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. 
Doug Gottlieb and the, I couldn't call you guys the Gottliebs or the Dougettes. That would be, how about just Dan Beyer, Jay Stu, my man, Iowa Sam. Good with me. Happy Monday to you here on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Carson Palmer making news in regards to what he thinks of Joe Burrow in comparison to Pat Mahomes. Get to that. And we'll, we'll do at the top of the hour as we'll, we'll talk about the entire wrap-up to the NBA season, which was about as messy and uncomfortable as, as, as humanly possible, right? Where you're like, like the Portland Trailblazers, what, they give up 55 points in the first quarter yesterday? 55 in the first quarter. That was, that, that's, that's crazy. The, the craziest part is what happened in Minnesota. Okay, so the Wolves are going to play in the play-in. But we don't know the status of Rudy Gobert, who, of course, has been a defensive, multi-time, was a three-time defensive player of the year in the league. Um, here's Adrian Wojnowski from ESPN on what happened with, uh, who is it? It was slow-mo, right? Slow-mo and, um, and Rudy Gobert. I'm told that the back and forth was about first Anderson telling Rudy Gobert, hey, why don't you block some shots? Gobert telling him, uh, why don't you grab a rebound? And then it escalated from there. Which it's, it's like, and this, this really happens all the time. The difference is that when Gobert was allegedly called the B word, and I don't know if he was called the B word. It wasn't like he stared down and said, say it again. You know, he said, you know, you're, you're a whatever. Anyway, that's when he punched him in the shoulder. Not to be outdone, Jaden McDaniels is leaving the court. Now, Jaden McDaniels had a kind of a breakthrough season. Breakthrough season. He's only 22 years old, and he's really had a huge impact on, on the Wolves, especially in, uh, late in this, this push towards, towards the play-in. So he punches a wall, breaks his hand, and he won't play in the play-in tournament. Additionally, like the Wolves sent Rudy Gobert home from the game, leaving in doubt whether or not he'll play in the play-in tournament, or at least in a play-in game, which they lose the game, they get eliminated, right? So they, they had themselves a day. They did win the game, by the way, 113-108, but potentially losing two of their top six on, on two punches. The crazy part about it is, if you punch a guy in an other team during a game, you automatically get not only thrown out, but sit the next game. What happens when you punch somebody on your own team on the sideline during a timeout? Is the NBA going to investigate the wall for their role in the uh, Jade <laughs> McDaniels uh, fight as, as well? Oh, man. What a, what a way to go to get momentum as you enter this play in series. Because they may have to play two games of the play-in. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I think fights within teams are handled by teams. I think fights across teams, you need the league to step in. Right? That's, yeah. yeah I, so Chris I, Finch I has got to figure out something. Maybe A-Rod's got a solution since the team's almost his. I mean, this is so interesting, right? So they play the Lakers. If they lose, they get another shot. But they, they play the Lakers, and the Lakers are playing without any question their best ball of the year. Um, they've lost, you know, two game, two of the last, I think like 10, 11 games on the season. Uh, they beat the, they beat the jazz yesterday. They beat the Suns, although the Suns didn't have KD and, 
uh, di- basically didn't have any of their good players. Lost the Clippers, um, uh, and that was their fifth game in seven days. But, I mean, you talk about catching a break if you're the Lakers. Like, hey, you get to play the Wolves, and they probably don't have Rudy Gobert. They won't have Jaden McDaniels, and they're an abject disaster. Man, Rudy Gobert's a roller coaster, right? I, I mean, like, for, for who he is, like, in the NBA, remember the time when he cried because he didn't make the All-Star game? Yeah. Oh, yes. how about the time? How about when he got COVID and shut down yeah. the league, and then uh, was like messing around, touching all the all the reporters' I microphones? Know. Yeah, I know. Then he gets traded for four first round picks, and now he's fighting teammates. Like that's that's quite the resume. I love the idea. They're in the last game of the season, and Kyle Anderson's like, "Why don't you get it? Why don't you block a shot? Like, why don't you get a rebound? Like that. That's the kind of stuff that happens, and every team in America. But throwing a punch after it does not happen with every team in America. Kyle Anderson should have said, we'd have shut down the league, Gobert. Maybe that's what set him off. Because yeah. <laughs> it was him that night. Yeah. March 11th. Way to, way, to, way to go, patient zero. <laughs> Did, what'd you call me? I called you patient zero. <laughs> Say patient zero again. Patient zero. It's on now. He called him patient zero. <laughs> oh. I just our guy our guy Scott Shapiro has got to be just sitting there going like uh, are we kidding me Scotty's our uh, Scotty's our boss and he's also the only guy I know on earth to say like hey I'm a Vikings and and a Timberwolves fan I'm a Vikings and Timberwolves fan I mean this yeah they got the twins they do have the twins who also known for their spectacular playoff performances right <laughs> especially against the Yankees. No one loses to the Yankees like the Twins. No one. Um, All right, the regular season is wrapped up. If you thought the Timberwolves were a mess, wait till you see the rest of the league. That's next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.